0: We're going to continue. We started yesterday picking back up at Sikh Saran in the middle of Sikha Chaf. And the rabbi told us yesterday that it's very, very important that a person needs to be kolayam b'simcha. We discussed yesterday a very, very, a very crucial thing. That a person needs to understand that when a person goes through hardships and difficulties, that the Torah does not to suppress them, not to push them away, not to say, okay, I'm not going to give them space. And the Torah does not either to allow them to drag you down, right, neither of those two are healthy, healthy uh, extremes. Either you allow it to totally overtake your life, that you, be, you become totally... You know, disabled and a person's just lying in bed in misery over all the difficulties that they're dealing with. That's one unhealthy extreme. The other healthy extreme is just suppress them and say everything's amazing, everything's great and I don't need to deal with everything. The Rebbe gave us the ultimate recipe which is 23 to 1. 23 to 1 means 23 hours a day I'm happy and be able to find that which is actually good in my life because regardless of how difficult and how challenging a person's life is is definitely way more good than there is the challenges, right? What One of the things he gets our does to us very often is it gets us to hyper focus on that which is not working out Well, instead of focusing on the million things that are working out well So Rav Nachman says 23 hours a day put the focus put the laser beam on everything that's going everything that's going well No, no, no. So he says 20 20 23 hours a day 23 to 1 23 hours a day because again if you live your if If you go 10, 10, 10, what's happening is you're never doing anything 100%. You're never being miserable 100%, you're never dealing with the challenges 100%, and you're never happy 100%. Therefore, if says 23 hours a day, 100% Simcha. Really feel real Simcha. Then, if says it's so much easier when I have real Simcha 23 hours a day to then be able to go and spend that hour Whatever you want, that hour of self-introspection, of meditation, whatever name you want to give it, but I'm able to utilize that time in a healthy way. If I don't come into a spite of this, if I don't come into the time of self-introspection, if I don't come, you know, ready to ready to deal with my issues and, and from a healthy place, I'm coming in already miserable, I can't deal with anything. I'm coming in already ten steps backwards, because the whole day I was miserable and the whole day was bothering me in the back of my head. I'm a mill, I'm not able to deal with anything. Nachun says, Deal, don't deal with it now. Say, tell Tal I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to work on it, just not right now. Right now, I want to focus on all that's going well in my life, all that's good in my life. Focus on the positive, 23 hours a day, and then it will be so much easier. And so much, you'll be able to do it in a healthy, from a healthy place. You're able to walk into that state and say, okay, now let me deal with what's actually really taking place in the subconscious. What's really bothering me? What do I really want that I don't have? What are my she-ethis? what What's really going through my life? What am I grateful for? But now I can deal with it in a healthy place because it's not in my head the whole, the whole time. If I live with it constantly you know, knocking into my head, so I don't do anything 100%. I'm not happy 100%. I don't deal with the issues 100%. The whole day, ever, I'm living my whole life in 20% capacity because the whole day I'm living with some happiness and some sadness and some depression, and some anxiety and some, you know, uh, uh, you know, feelings of that that I'm not I'm not good enough and, you know, I'm inadequate. All those feelings are just running around my head all together. Menachem says, Let, let's separate the two, 23 to one. 23 hours a day, I'm gonna focus on positivity, and happiness, and joy, and simcha, and those things that give me life. And then I'm gonna be able to go into that place, my healthy space, I open the door and I say, okay, now I'm walking in and I'm ready to actually deal with what I wanna deal with. And that's what we said yesterday that, the, you know, what because I'll say, a prisoner can't take himself out of prison which, which is normally means not just in not just in physical prison, it means that in spiritual prison as well. I'm not gonna you, you could take yourself out of prison as long as you don't live in prison the whole day. If you're able to walk out of prison, step out of prison for 23 hours a day, escape under underneath, make a, dig a tunnel, escape. Then you come back to prison, then you come back to the prison and you say, hey, you're the prisoner, you're stuck in prison, and there are parts of us that are stuck in prison. Now let's deal with the parts of us that are stuck in prison as a healthy person who's coming from the outside of prison, not the person stuck in. If you're a prisoner the whole day, you'll never get out. You have to get out of prison, sneak out of prison, make believe you're not in prison, and then come back, and then deal with the actual fact that you're in prison. That's what he gave us yesterday, such, a, such an important recipe. And again, it sounds so simple, and it sounds so elementary, but it's so this is so crucial for us to be able to just separate and, and to compart, uh, compartment, Compartmental com- uh, yes, yes. Comparmento- yes, okay. Put things in the compartments We'll say In, in, in an easier way, <laughs> <laughs> an easier way. Uh-huh. Put things in the compartments Builds are okay this is in the compartment, now I'm happy, and not to live the whole day with all the, to try to separate and then to go into deal with the challenges in a healthy way. That's what he told us at the beginning of Then he goes out and he adds another to Simcha. He speaks about this again. This is one of the, you know, the ideas, even those that know nothing about Brasov know that But he says even more when I'm davening. Simcha is that much more crucial when I'm davening. I have to do whatever I could. To be, to be able to daven b'simcha. That's very, very important. Nachman says, when I'm throughout today, obviously it's important to be besimcha. Ivdu es Hashem besimcha is important. But what's what's Ivdu? Ivdu is avayda shebeleiv. Real avayda shebeleiv. Could only happen when I'm a simple for very, very posh The reason, if my relation, if my davenings about a relationship with Hashem, right? There's two, I spoke about this many, many, many times. There's two ways I could daven. I could daven in a way where davening is Dave and Buster's where I come at the end with my tickets and I say, hey, Shalelem, listen, you know, I need Matt, I need to get married, I need kids, I need chalvayis, I need that my kids should stay in the Derek, I need a little more parnasa, I need a nicer house, I need to you know get a proof of the mortgage. <laughs> Here's my list of you know the to do list of the things that I need from Hashem. Here's my tickets. You know, of all the good things that I've done in my life, Or, you know, maybe with no tickets, maybe just want to be nice to me. But this is my list. Please, you know, fulfill all the requests that I have. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. That's one type of tefillah which obviously is a very, very. a very bidyavitic type of tefillah. It's not the ultimate tefillah. The ultimate tefillah is a relationship. We're building a relationship with the Rabbanah Shulalam, right? There's something going on. I just saw in B'yamda Kechor, which my writes over there. It's, such a, it's so pasha, but it's so crucial if you understand what real tefillah is. He writes that a person who wants to be a real davener has to know how to daven in a lot of different types of ways, right? We normally think, all right, we normally see, you go to Shul, you go to Yeshiva, the Yeshiva davenes, the davenes like the same, you know, someone's telling me it's like, it's a palahal, the Rav, and the Yeshiva always the same amount of minutes, Vishmana Esrei, the same zimra. But There's a certain like, like Mahalach, that you daven, looks pretty much the same every day, even by us. That's what we do, we daven pretty much the same every day. Either we daven loud, we daven quiet, or the type of person who likes daven quicker, like daven slower, with a certain type of tefillah. Rabbi says, if your tefillah is about a relationship with Hashem, Your relationship when you have with other people doesn't look the same every time you talk to them. You don't always talk in the same tone of voice when you talk to people. Sometimes you get more excited. Sometimes you get a little bit more sad. Sometimes you get a little bit more, uh, you know, you're talking to people and you're getting like, you know, you're happy when you talk to them. Sometimes it's going quicker, sometimes slower. A real relationship and a real conversation it doesn't always look the same. If it always looks the same, that means that there's something fake about the conversation. But if you read a book and every day you read the book exactly the same, that makes sense. It's not a conversation. You're just reading information. But if your tefillah is a relationship with Hashem, so it has to look different every day, and you have to figure out how to have etzus. And again, you could have two days that look the same. That's not an issue, but because you can have conversations that two days can look the same. But etzim, you have to be able to know how to say right now, talking, you know, davening slowly is not working for me. Today I need a daven quickly. Today I need a daven a call. I need a daven to need a, daven to a daven to good, loud, loud psuk of a because I'm not feeling it and I know that by davening the call, the, the, it will be my, my panemius and I'll be able to daven properly. All of those are tools which I need to know in order to have effective communication, right? Everyone knows the first step in any marriage is communication, right? Part of communication is knowing how to knowing how to communicate what I'm feeling at the moment, right? So part of tefillah is the same thing. My tefillah is just it's the same. It's dry every day. It looks the same. And it can look, it can look with its slavos every day also. That's also not... It's also not real. It has to be real. It has to be what you're what you're feeling at that moment. when it comes to talking to So my feeling needs to be fluid. It needs to be okay. What? Where am I holding today? What's bothering? Is bothering me today? Is Ashivenu Avinu the bothering me today? Do I feel like you know I'm just overwhelmed with joy and gratitude to Hashem? what's going on inside of me today. So obviously if my davening is a relationship, so it looks very different. Now in order to have a real relationship with somebody, this gets back to the point of Simcha, I can only have a real relationship if if I enjoy talking to them. If coming to talk to the Rabbanishlam is something that I'm not looking forward to, and something that I'm miserable when I'm doing. So obviously, you know, Kaviyachov from the receiver, from the Rabbana How does that look, right? A person comes into davening and he has no simcha. Is absolutely no simcha. The whole, the whole idea of having, of talking to the Roshim, having a relationship with Hashem brings him no joy. So Kaviyachov from the Rabbana perspective, it's okay. So like, so what are you doing it for? Like okay, you need to do it. It doesn't matter. You need to daven. Fine, but like, it, it, do you appreciate the fact that you have the ability to talk to me? Do you appreciate what it means that you can refer to me in first person? They could say Baruch Ata Hashem something that you wouldn't do to your Rosh Hashiva and your Yeshiva you would never say you to the Rosh Hashiva and to the banisham you could say you in every single bracha, do you appreciate that? So if you appreciated it, you'd be the simcha. So from the fact that a person comes to daven, a person feels no simcha over the davening, that itself is just, it's a vice that there's something off in the relationship. Okay, and it doesn't mean that every time you're gonna to come to the Rabbanisham and you're gonna be excited and happy davening, but there has to be a certain underlying feeling of joy. I'm happy at the opportunity that I have to talk to the Rabbanisham. Shem. I'm happy at the opportunity that I have to create this relationship with the Shem. And sometimes a relationship is a relationship where there's a sikhsach in the relationship, right? Rabbi talks about this as well. Part of a real relationship is that it's not always smooth. Right, real relationship is that there's ups and downs. Right? Real relationship is there's something real there in the relationship. So Bitsi Feldheim's big, you know, he likes talking about this a lot, that if you, you know, part of having a real relationship is you know, a lot of people like having dogs because there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no drama in a, in a dog relationship, right? Every day when you come home from work, regardless of whether you were nice to the dog the night before or not, the dog will come running and barking as soon as you knock on the door. Right? That feels good, right? The dog will always, always come to me and always run to me and always come with me on walks and will always, I'll always give a food and always bark and always wag its tail at me. That's good, that's kashmak, but there's no, it's not a real relationship, right? Because there's no, if there's if there's no potential for there to be some pitfalls, for there to be some fights, so then there's no real relationship. So It's nice, the it dog always runs to you, but there's nothing really there. right? He said this on the Pasuk, it's a of heart. He said this on the Pasuk of Esnan Zayn, the Pasuk compares, Esnan Zayn and Mechir Kalev. Two things you're not allowed to bring to the base of Mikdash is Esnan Zayna, is that which was paid, money that was paid for a Zayna, even if it got moved over, you're not allowed to use it to, to bring in the back That money, if you used to went ahead and buy a sheep, you're not allowed to use a mechir Kelv. If you sold a dog and you bought a sheep with it, you're I to bring in the Mizbeach. So them as back. So Ritz Vildim said, what's the connection between an esnan, between a Zayna and a Kelv? This is both the same thing. You want a relationship with no strings attached. I want to have that feeling of like, uh, the, the, the Zayra calls, calls the Zayna Ishe zununim who tries to make herself look like Eishas is Chayel. It's Aisha's is Chayel, which is a proper wife, and Aisha's is Nunim, which is, it's, it's false. There's no real relationship. So the whole, the whole point of what a Zaina does, it tries to make believe that Ke'ilu, like there's a real relationship, there's nothing there. all the thing's fake, it's just for money. But it makes believe that there's something there. So you said a Zaina and a Kelav, is the same thing. It's you want a relationship, that doesn't have any. Uh, there's no commitment on my end. There's no. There's nothing there on my end. So part of a real relationship is that yeah, there's going to be ups and downs. My relationship with Hashem is the same way. Part of a real relationship with Hashem is that yeah, that it's not just steady every day. Hashem, I love you. It's amazing. Thank you for having me. No, there are times when I go through a difficult time and I say, Hashem, Kayli Lama Lomazavtani. Right? You look through Davana and Tehillim. It doesn't. It doesn't look like this all the time. It's ups and downs more than any of us. Any of us can express properly, and that's why we love. We love Sefer safer Tehillim. We love and Melech, and Melech. expresses what we're going through. Ibn Nachman says, every person needs to find himself within the words of tell because it's all there. Everything we're going through is there. The ups, the downs, difficulties, the challenges, the hesed upon him. It's, it's all there. So a relationship that's with the Rabbani when a person comes into davening, there needs to be a certain a certain feeling of simcha, underlying feeling of simcha. I now have the opportunity to talk to the Rabbani and I'm happy about that opportunity. I may not be enjoying the davening right now. I may, I may be having difficulties in my relationship with Hashem, but I'm enjoying the fact that I can even sit with the Rabbani and talk to him I can have this open dialogue with the Rebbe Hashem where I can talk out what I'm feeling, that brings a person simcha. Therefore, Amrachim says a person needs to be besimcha over the fact that I'm alive, over the fact that (coughs) Shalai Sanigai, over the fact that just in general throughout the day, but Befrat, when you get involved in a dialogue with Hashem, there needs to be an underlying feeling of I'm I'm happy. I'm happy about the fact that I can have a dialogue with Hashem. And one of the things that that stops us from feeling that way is we don't feel that the Rebbe Hashem is happy that we're having a dialogue with Him. Right? If we would feel for real that the Rebbeinu is excited when we come daven, so we would also be excited. If we come to talk to somebody, right? you know, you know take the example of Meshulach who's coming to talk to a wealthy guy, right? Why is why is he not excited to have the conversation? It's a shlot for him, right? One of the guys told me the other day. He's like, my job is my job is to of people. Like, it's like a schmuck he, I gave him five dollars. He wanted more. He's like, this is my job. My job is to of people. So he knows that he's muttering me. He knows that he's bothering me. He knows that he's trying to shlot money out of me, right? And he goes to Gvir and he asks him for an eighteen thousand dollar check. He's not excited about having the meeting with the Gvir. He's excited that hopefully he'll get the money. But the actual meeting itself is not exciting. Why? Because he, he doesn't have a Havamin in his head that the Gvir is excited about the meeting. That's what the Gvir does. He's a nice. He's about well, Tzedakah. He gives up money. The guy's not excited to have the meeting. He's not looking forward and tells his wife, listen, let's finish supper quickly because coming. You know, Okay, he has to do it. Hashem. He's about well, Tzedakah. He gives up money. There's no excitement on the behalf of the Gvir, if the Meshulach would feel that the Gvir was excited to have the meeting, the Meshulach would come into the meeting so much more excited. they would be happy, right? So there's certain Meshulachim, right? Real fundraisers, the real fundraisers. Look at the big fundraisers. They don't, they, don't, they don't just knock on doors, right? What do they do? They create, they cultivate real relationships with the Gvirim. I spoke to a certain friend of mine who's follows a big fundraiser. You know, I'm talking about a multi million dollar fundraiser. hangs out with Friday people and fundraises for them. He plays golf with them every Sunday. He's a major golfer now. He, he's not, he's friends with them. He invites them to their They go to each other's houses. He's friends with Agav, you know what I mean? A couple times a year, they get serious money. But he, he created a relationship with them where there's more than just, you know, can I have money? My yeshiva needs more money. We're really running out of money. Can we help you? So the guy's excited. The guy's very stack excited. And this guy shoves. It's, it's his friend. And he's not doing it in a fake way. Taka became friends with the guy, and obviously there's an added benefit of the fact that he's getting money. Melo, when this guy, when this professional fundraiser knocks on the Kavir's door and goes to visit him because he happens to be in the neighborhood, you know, he's in five towns, and he goes, he doesn't think for a second that the guy's like, oh, Shrek, the guy's here again. He's the guy, and he knows the guy's excited because there's a relationship. If we would feel that way, about our davening with the Rabban who we would feel that when we knock on the door and say, Hashem is excited, Hashem is like, wow, you hear, Eli, you hear? Like you heard to talk to me, that we would also feel excited about it. The issue is, is that we don't think the Rabbanishim is excited that we're coming to talk to him. So, Mamela, we're like, Mamela, we're just bothering you with my whole list again and all my miseries and all my daigus and all my anxieties and all the things that I want that you didn't do for me yet and I'm coming to complain to you again. So, of course, you're not excited. Listen to you, the Rabbanishim, this is your job. You have to listen to me. But, uh, but Mamela, what should we do? It's not a schmuck. If we would know that when we knock on the door to our tefillah, it makes the Rabbanishim so happy. So happy! This is the Rosh greatest simcha—the fact that we're coming to Tulkid. We would be excited by it also. So, Memel again, this is all part of it. I have to be myself to be happy by recognizing that it makes the Rosh happy, right? The pasuk says. The pasuk says, "Sois us as Hashem." David says, "Right." The Svarim Taich. What sois us as Hashem? Sois, I'm happy. That us is Basham, ba that I can make Hashem happy. That itself gives a person tremendous sepok, tremendous simcha. I can the is happy when I knock at his door. Rebbe Hashem is happy when I talk to him. That memela makes a feel, makes a person feel a simcha. And therefore, part of our issue with not feeling simcha during davening is we don't think Hashem is happy about it. But if we really were able to recognize to feel that the Rebbe Hashem is excited. About our tefillah, we would get excited by tefillahs, and we would feel panam, 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 We would feel that a'hava. At right? the Baltani writes, I think it's Parak Bamzion or something. One of the later proctans, he writes that how does a person get to a'hava? Hashem. One of the ways to do it is k'mayim Just think about how much the Rebbeinu loves you, and how much a'hava the Rebbeinu did in creating the world and all the tzumim that he had to make to create to create the world that we live in. And automatically, you'll feel overwhelming feeling of of a'hava towards the Rebbeinu. he loves me that much. That's what Reb says. You have to be happy, me. When you come to Davin, to recognize how excited you're making Hashem, how happy you're making Hashem, the opportunity you have to have a dialogue with there, a bunch of them, a real dialogue, that needs to make a person happy. Mm-hmm. To really get to the place of, uh, of Davin. We'll talk next time. It's a beautiful piece in the because Lachas. I was just learning about we need to feel it even more in this type of Tefillah. Okay,